Warning, what you are about to hear is not for the faint-hearted. This is their cue to stop listening. It's time to stop giving a fuck about offending every retarded cocksucker and little bitch pussy. For every asshole twat and chode, the cunts of America will continue to make jokes with the freedom bestowed upon us by the First Amendment. We will no longer be afraid to piss off the woke bastards. In the words of the great Joan Rivers, just lighten the fuck up. These are just jokes, you assholes. Welcome back to another episode of Get Cancelled with Cheryl Scott. We're in the new studio today. We're christening it. It's exciting. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being a part of this monumentous occasion. I'm so honored. Thanks for having us. Yeah, very exciting to be in the new studio. I'm excited for the next chapter of Get Cancelled and to see where all of this fun takes us, the shenanigans, everything. The progress of Get Cancelled. The progress. Okay, so we are going to... Okay, we're Instagram videoing because shit's going down. There's this Instagram, what is it? Street People of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And That's, I know there's some for other cities as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to take a listen. This is a really nice mall. Okay, so the guys run... They're all running across this beautiful department store on the outside trying to get... Oh, oh my, my God! There's a whole bunch of them coming from outside oh of the department store. <gasps> Did this just happen? Yeah. What store is that? Nordstrom, I believe. This is Century City Mall. This is Century City in Mall. In Los Angeles. Wow. Holy shit. And there's a bunch Four, of cars just six. waiting. Getaway cars. Wow. There's more the than eight people. What is he going to do? It's just fucking... He's like, well. I give up. Oh it's just one person. Okay. That's fucking insane. He just walks like super defeated. Like, well, I mean, when there's that many and there's one of you and your job is probably a minimum wage, like, are you going to put your life in danger for someone taking some clothes or no? No. And it's like, you haven't been brushing up on your jujitsu kung fu. Like, what do you you have? have A weapon, a flashlight and a whistle. (laughs) Honestly, no offense, but it's not like he didn't look like in the greatest of shape or anything. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he just didn't he give a fuck to be you know no, he like doesn't most have of to the be. time nothing happens He's like i'm like, here to secure all of a sudden uh, but what does that down. even mean because he was walking so lackadaisically like well you know this just happens Very around defeated. here yeah. i'm just like we're just gonna accept that i mean what can he do those guys are faster and there's probably how many burglar burglars two four there's more than eight people running <laughs> out of least. that store right there so that's just running out of the store uh, and then the people running waiting across. and then the people so waiting in the cars like at least 10 to 20 fucking burglaries happening happening at once they call it a what is it so like they have the flash mobs a flash rob or a snatch what is it a snatch and grab you said snatch and grab Smash and grab. Smash and grab. So when did this happen? This is recent. This is recent. And things like this This have been happening. It's becoming more frequent. So we talked about defunding the police a couple episodes ago. And I feel like this is the type of thing that's happening more and more. Mm -hmm. We're noticing it, right? Quick grabs. Like nothing's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. They also made a law that if it's under $1,000, if it's like under $900, you're not going to get prosecuted. So it's Mm. like you can steal and there's no consequence unless 
you hit a certain amount of money. So what does that mean? Most likely people are going to steal a little bit more because they know they can get away with it. For every good deed, there's always someone there to corrupt it. You have to be mindful of that. I just want to know what was going on in the store. There were so many of them, eight or 10, it looked like. There was a lot. There was a lot. How did they go in and they just grab stuff and they ran out? What did the store workers do? Were they just like scared? Did they have a weapon on them? Like, oh, that's true. Thank God no one got hurt. They're going in as such a large group of people. So it's like, how do you stop one or two? You don't. You just let them grab whatever they're going to get and start running. Because you don't want to get hurt. That's not even one or two. That's like, it's so overwhelming how many people are stealing shit at one time. At one time. How does an employee, and let's be honest, these the employees that are working at these malls or whatever, what mm-hmm. age are they? Maybe what age? Like 16 to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 35 if not the older. Cops? No, I'm saying no. in the stores. <laughs> the people that work in the stores. In the stores, yeah. Oh, yes. And it's like, imagine you're the 16-year-old girl and you're like, you oh do? my God, no, you're not going to do anything. No. So it's like, like how do you that. stop a smash and grab from happening? You don't. You don't. No, you have to make the consequences of that smash and grab worth not doing. I love those robbery bags when you open up the money and and it It blows blows up up. in your face. (laughs) I wish the clothes did that or something. Well, they have the locks on those clothes. When you buy clothes, usually there's a security thing on it and they Mm -hmm. have to demagnetize and Mm -hmm. release it. So that's the same thing. If you break it open, ink sprays out. Well, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Why are there so many of these videos on Instagram? This is just random people catching them. There has to be so many more. What is going on right now? So it says these attacks are often called smash and grab or flash mob crimes because they consist of coordinated groups who force their way into a business, grab as much merchandise as possible, and escape in waiting vehicles, which is exactly what we just saw. Mm -hmm. It's planned. These people are getting together and saying this is the store we're going to go to. Everyone spread out when you go in there, grab whatever you can, and together we're going to run out. That means someone's masterminding this shit. Okay, here's another one. We're going to play it. In the Beverly Grove community, Robertson Boulevard in Burton Way is a hub for shops and restaurants and the place Yari Horolchenko calls home. I've been living in that building next door, right next door, since 1999. And this is a great neighborhood. But Horolchenko says last year, the building next to his home was sold and a new business was set to open. But several months passed with little to no upkeep. It's turning into this like slum because of this thing here. An encampment transformed from the inside out. And neighbors say it's a target for crime. Capturing video showing a man from the encampment trying to break into the apartment building next door. And on top of that, the homeless attacked me. He filed a police report in September after he says he was punched by someone who lives in the encampment and he's not alone. We've been threatened many times. I mean, I'm a 23-year-old grad student, so um, I don't feel safe a lot of the times. Megan Khalili and her roommate, Lauren Shimtov, also live in the neighborhood. I've been chased by one of the homeless men in there and I haven't been walking since just because it's a safety hazard. Khalili reached out to Councilmember Paul Koretz's office for help, receiving this email in return, saying she's not the first person to reach out about the property. They responded to me saying that the owners of the building submitted a permit to demolish it. Um, but they've had trouble like expediting the permit. Koretz's office tells Fox 11 they're helping the property owner with the final permit application clearances to get demolition and new construction underway. Fox 11 reached out to the property owner and no response there, 
but... The very next day, you know, the fence came up. I think you get a lot of credit for this. With more attention on the issue, LAPD stepped up patrols in the area, arresting four people for trespassing on Monday. But the same day, video shows one of the men back on the property, even with the fence. Within hours, the guy was, the lead guy was back in that building. Although a fence was installed, the primary point of entrance to the property remains unsecured. But for neighbors, another concern still persists. When we clear them away from here, they'll go somewhere else and you'll most probably be filming someone else's story somewhere else. It's the saddest thing. I just wish, you know, I just wish of all hopes that the city would do more. For now, Horolchenko is doing more, buying a chain and lock for the building to try to secure it on his own. It's a band-aid to the issue, while the neighborhood waits for a solution. This problem hasn't been solved, you know, so we, we live slightly on, on edge here, for sure. Wow. I do want to say real quick before we continue that it's Fox 11 News, which is just a local station. It's not the Fox News that people right. care about and get all up in arms. It's just like a local news. It's mm -hmm. not like a political thing. It's just reporting what's Hard news. going <laughs> down. And that's the thing is it has become scary. Oh, yeah. I think it's interesting in terms of that second video. It's the homeless. It's the people that are gathering and sort of living in tent cities. You see it everywhere. It's interesting that the homeless people and maybe the people that are mentally ill and possibly doing drugs or on drugs are the ones breaking into people's homes because that's very, that's more personal. And I think that's really, really scary. These other incidents of people running in stores and stealing stuff, I definitely think is, these are people that probably live in an apartment. They're people that probably did work before the pandemic happened. They're people that probably are able to shower every day and maybe just smoke some weed. They're you probably know? just angry. And they're probably just, yeah, exactly, angry at the haves and the have-nots. Mm. And that's what I think. So it's like, it's two different groups of people. Like these homeless people are breaking into homes because that's literally what they're living by. And they're like, you have, and I need what you have. These other people are taking luxury items. What is that really doing? What I just see when I watch that video is it's utterly chaos and it's so unmanageable in this city. I look at this and I don't know what's causing this surge in um, this behavior and this homelessness problem, but clearly these people are mentally ill. They have a disease. They're super addicted to drugs and they're just wreaking havoc on the city and we're not doing anything about it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we are in some capacity, but I don't know. These people need help. Well, they no, don't because crimes like this, if they're stealing less amount of money, like less than a thousand dollars there's no consequences they're not going to go after them they're not mm -hmm. going to press charges certain people are good at being criminals and that's where they choose to put their thought process other people choose to put things other ways right but they're getting better at figuring out the system yeah there's always been those smash and grabs like mm -hmm. you you see it in the movies there's always somebody that's going to manipulate to their favor that's a time old tale but how long has this been a problem like i went to bali and people were like oh you better watch your purse there you know you need a fanny pack i felt so safe there i didn't see what i see here culturally drugs aren't really accepted and i guess that's just not a problem in that country because it is so different and i feel so much more unsafe here you see people walking around one of those videos i saw one man chasing another man and he looked like a zombie it's like we have zombies mm -hmm. and people that are so unsafe just roaming the streets mm -hmm. unmedicated oh my unmedicated. god unmedicated angry the incident with 
Oh, you guys weren't there. So we went to go get sushi when we parked. There was a homeless woman who had a little encampment there. And this woman, she was saying things as soon as we parked there. She was very loud and saying threatening things. But I just assumed she's not talking to us because she doesn't know us. Mm -hmm. And she starts shouting, I've told you to stop following me. I told you stop following me. She's like, I have a weapon. I'm getting a weapon. And she goes behind this little encampment she has. And I just get in the car and shut the door. Like, I'm like, okay, this is it. And still opening his car door and about to get in. And she comes running around the car towards with a plastic knife, holding it at him like she's going to stab him. And she's like, I told you, I don't have to share my milk with anybody. And I'm like thinking in the car, he's lactose. He doesn't want your milk. (laughs) But I just, I I was literally thinking to myself, if this would have been, you know, he's a grown man. So I'm sure he has a little bit more confidence and can remain calm and secure. But if that was just me by myself, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do. Would she feel more inclined to start throwing the knife, to start trying to come at me, even if it's a fist coming at me? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is insane. It's still an aggressive move. And it's a female coming out of Oh, my God. You know, regardless of what people say today, there is a difference between the strength and capabilities of men and women. Yes. That's just... Biology? That's just, yeah. It's just biology. Ooh, we're saying all sorts of controversial shit right now. I'm fucking loving it. It's unfortunate that we're noticing a huge surge in these grab and smash things. Smash and grab. Mm Mm-hmm. And in how many homeless people are around our city, how many encampments there are. And I think it's just like, one, you feel unsafe to even go to the mall because you don't know what someone's going to do to you if you get in their way from stealing something. And if you're on the street and someone just happens to see you and they're out of their mind and they just start coming at you. I mean, it's different when you see two homeless people fighting each other. And then when they're actually looking at you and coming Mm -hmm. towards you, Mm -hmm. this fear now that has been sprung on us. And unfortunately, it goes into people feeling like that's politics and it's going to be who you vote for and who's going to change the city. And okay, so I am going to add on to what you just said in terms of the whole defund the police thing. So we had an episode and we talked about that, the effect that the sentiment, the idea that was projected across the country defund the police, take away, they're doing bad, they're killers on the loose. They do more harm than good. And then what? We're going to turn around and be like, we need your help. Yeah. But we are taking from you and not appreciating the sacrifices that you make. Like, regardless of what you think, these people still put the, and yes, I said these people, they put their lives on the line every day. I think we need to fund the police so we hire smarter people. We invest more in their training, more in their equipment so that we can have a safer city and also more training in how to conduct yourself. Hold people, hold the police accountable. Mm -hmm. Let's hold everybody accountable right Right. now. Hold the assholes accountable. All the assholes. Hold the assholes accountable. Train people properly and compensate them properly. I do see what they're saying in terms of, okay, the police aren't policing so let's defund them which I'm like okay yeah when that happens it's like you're a teacher and you're not teaching we're gonna pull back on your pay I get that what do you mean by not policing though like let's not be pulling me over because of my skin color and you have a suspicion of something on me Mm -hmm. let's pull someone over that's swerving in the lanes that looks like they're possibly a drunk driver that you saw leave either a liquor store a restaurant and it's 2 a.m. I just have to say one thing and this is just me because I don't have very good eyesight but when they say pulling over a certain amount of people 
you do have to be able to see from your car you're just stationed in your car unless you're specifically hunting Mm -hmm. you know how often when you see someone speeding going very quickly by do you know what their race is or what their gender is for that right it's very quick right so i just feel like that is something that isn't really taken into account right my whole issue is not paying the police enough we're not paying teachers enough that's a whole nother topic right, right. we're hiring yeah. dumbasses, and they do go let on them this go power back trip to the shitty ass jobs where they don't need to be in charge of people like let's here's the thing is hire the, smart people and pay them well mm-hmm. yeah because the more you put out this mentality of fucking everyone's a white supremacist fuck the cops yeah. the cops are all white supremacists you are now going to get rid of and dismiss people who are not that way who are good people who want to help and you will attract those white supremacists and that will be the police if that's what you continue to call the police realistically people go into this job to help people it is a sacrifice but i feel like there is a fine line with police that they walk because just as much as they're able to help they also understand that criminal mind and they know the system it's a very difficult dance that they have to do it's weird i would say as a kid i thought police officers were people that wanted to help people that wanted to change lives make the community better and make it safe And I think as you get older, I I feel like the people that you see becoming police officers, and I hate to say it, but like, is it hard to become a police officer nowadays? I know you have to have a psych test that you have to pass. Like my- Well, whoop-de-doo. My that I work with, her- literally in the police academy and training and i'm not gonna lie like him personally i'm like you're a hothead you have a temper Mm -hmm. already prior to going into the police force so it's kind of like are we already accepting people that have a bad temper that maybe go on a power trip a little bit faster than most people i don't think anyone just assumes oh yeah i'm gonna pull over this black guy or this mexican guy or you know, Hispanic, whatever. But I do think once they roll down that window and they have time to look at them, yes, there is a sort of prejudice to be like, okay, I kind of know the majority of this race, I'm going to assume does this. So you know what? I want to check your car for drugs. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's fair. If you pulled them over for speeding, ask them why they were speeding, ask to see their registration, ask to see their license. That's totally normal along the lines of getting pulled over, but don't start telling them to get out of their car over what suspicion. What suspicion would make you think, okay, these... Unless you got a call saying, hey, there's a black car, tinted windows, last plate of the license plate is XYZ. If you see them, pull them over. There's suspicion that they just did a robbery. And then you can be like, this is why I'm pulling you over. Because we got a, we got a call that was your license plate, your last two digits, three, two digits, whatever. I mean, sometimes obviously you don't have that, but that's what I'm saying is as soon as someone rolls down the window and you start insinuating other things rather than what you pulled them over for, tail lights out, you were speeding, you made an illegal left turn, things like that. That's when I'm like, okay, that is what police do. Here's your ticket. Don't speed again. This is a warning. Carry on. Instead, you have this battle of even the person sitting in the car where they feel they have to defend themselves because they're black. And they're like, you're just being racist. You know, everyone has their phone now. So they're recording. Police officer has their camera on their chest so now it's like yes you're both recording each other which I understand I'm like you shouldn't feel like you have to do that but I understand why people have decided you do have to do that because of the past and what ends up happening this is sort of like my safety net proof this is my safety net should anything go wrong so I get that I just think if the police officer starts having a power trip and the same thing with the person in the car if you start having attitude and giving a power trip then there becomes this dynamic of who's the alpha in the situation 
And that just doesn't need to be. And I've seen it where it goes both ways. I've seen it where, yes, I've seen a cop as an aggressor. And yes, I've seen a driver as an aggressor. Like, nah, man, you're on a power trip. Like, fuck you. Hey, what'd you pull me over for? No, I know my rights. I don't have to get out of my car. Yeah. It's still about being able to behave in a respectful way. Yeah, you got pulled over. How are you going to handle that situation? Right. shit happens all the time. Personal opinion. When you get pulled over, are you scared? Oh, yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Because it's an authority figure. So you're right. taught to fear them. And you're like, I did something wrong. Yes. Well, yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be bothering. Right. You. But it's like being taught to respect what that interaction is going to be. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I... It's fucking terrifying. I feel the same. I'm like, yeah. oh God, but like I did to something single wrong. Out this one group or this one situation, I just feel like now we have a group of people that are constantly on edge and on the defense, right? So you talked about snatch and grabbing, snatch and grabbing. They're angry, and we talked, yeah, yeah, and we talked about the respect factor. Now, like the right. respect is gone, the consequences are gone. So what are we left with? Like, do I think a police officer that maybe happened to be at that Century City Mall? Do I think that they're gonna pull out their gun and? threaten to shoot those people absolutely not have a gun Mm -hmm. absolutely no i'm not saying the security i'm saying if it was an actual police officer oh and i would not think so i would think that they would use their voice stop Mm -hmm. i'm a police officer if you can chase them in pursuit great if you can tackle them down and see how many like what products did you take is it over the amount of 500 dollars? okay now you're actually going to be fined with burglary it goes back to training exactly it goes back to training training is in the academy right now you know they go through psychiatric evaluations Mm -hmm. and like they have so many things to pass did they lower the bar i totally think so like i I said i was telling her how easy is it to become a cop now because nobody wants to be so now they're desperate it's never good to be desperate no so i'm like if you are someone that already has that complex and now you're going to be challenged because you're viewed a certain way for wearing the badge And then because you also feel like because you're wearing the badge, you need to react a certain way. To me, it's like power is in your words. Power is in the things that you say. So if you say this is the law, your right is you can stay in your car. You don't have to get out. But I'm going to tell you exactly what is going on. I mean, if a police officer was was to me, I would feel more comfortable if I'm like, oh, I don't have my insurance card. If he started explaining to me, you need your insurance card. It's weird that you don't have your registration either. You don't have your license. I'm going to need you to step out of the car. If that's not my car and I have no proof of showing that's my registration, yes, at some point I would think, okay, maybe I'll get out of the car. Yeah. But I'm not going to feel Because they're just just doing their job. They're just making sure that everything is okay. I feel like some of the most important jobs in the world are law, government jobs, you know, police officer, firemen, teachers. And you're supposed to be working for the people. It's, it's, yeah, it's a noble job. It's a noble job. And And now them as such, we should pay them as such. It's a weird thing. So like same with politicians, it's supposed to be for the people. They're not supposed to make a whole lot of money, but there is a lot of backhanded deals and a lot of Mm -hmm. shadiness, quid pro quo type of Mm -hmm. shit going on. That dynamic is something that how do we how do we get rid of that? Because that fuels oh yeah the, the all entire, the decisions. Mm-hmm. It's so much. It's the politicians. It's so it's, much. Yeah, and it's like they try Weird. to put us versus them, and it shouldn't be like that because I think the police are the community. If you could see us as one, then let's fix what's going on. Because guess what? It's higher up than us. Don't think you're higher up than we are. You're with us. You're here to protect and serve. 
us, yourself, your family. At the end of the day, unfortunately, it is all politics. You said sense of community. And I think that's so important because when you care about the people that you see every day, that you know, that you're friendly with, you care what happens to your community, Mm -hmm. your city, you have more respect for it. There's more help available. We definitely have moved away, especially with COVID where it's very shut off. Don't talk to anyone, Mm -hmm. mask cover. We've lost that. We have created a very real divide and filled that void with the internet and communicating and connecting that way which how real is that right well I mean and during COVID the whole Black Lives Matter thing happened Mm -hmm. and we're just so much more divided than ever and Mm -hmm. now gas prices are through the roof (laughs) and we're going into a recession so I'm just like this I do think we're going into a recession I know there's gonna be more drug use more homelessness Uh more corruption more corruption corruption. because like there's so many people on the street and I do think a good amount are mentally ill and a good amount are drug addicts Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm when you have that mindset and you are on the loose, you know, with no help whatsoever, mm-hmm. you really make some poor choices. You're really capable of anything. Yeah. And of harming people. And it's just too much. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing where we're like, they have a right to freedom. This idea that if we try to help them and push some sort of something on them, mm-hmm. it's against their free will. Mm-hmm. Yet all this other shit's going on. It's like harm. the vaccine mandates, the anti-abortion where we lost Roe versus oh, Wade. Like God. all of that stuff is going on where it's all body stuff mm-hmm. and control over one's body. Ooh, we're saying all sorts of controversial shit right now. I'm fucking loving it. New episodes dropping every Wednesday.